It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. For the love of Pete, it's something you might say when your car gets damaged, but that won't get you the help you need for your vehicle. As someone named Jake, what you should be saying is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For help filing your claim 24-7, whether it's on the phone, online, or on the award-winning State Farm mobile app, however you choose. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast. Is your host, the real Ed Oliver. So you're telling me there's a chance that the Wizards can get Jay Nivey? Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I just want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. And today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online where the game starts. All right. So today, of course, we're going to talk about the Jaden Ivey report from Quentin Mayo. Also, the Wizards worked out Mark Williams. They had a private solo workout. Well, not a private workout, but they had a solo workout with Mark Williams. We're going to talk about a couple of trade scenarios to that the Wizards could possibly do to move up. To get Jay to get Jay Ivy from Sacramento, also there's a report from the Athletic that Bradley Bill has made up his mind. There's this action packed show today, um, and the Lakers want Bradley Bill. Of course, everybody wants Bradley Bill per Kevin O'Connor. Um, and the Wizards power rankings came out. Maybe I'll answer a mailbag question towards the end. So there's a lot of stuff to unpack here and get to. So I do want to read really quickly from uh, Quentin Mayo. He wrote an article about the Wizards having interest in trading up and that they're trying to trade up and get Jaden Ivey. So um, I'll read a quick part of the article. Of course, I'm not going to read the whole thing. So this is from the article um, from Quinn Mayo, who is a uh, Wizards beat reporter. Quote, Washington's front office is really high on six foot four guard Jaden Ivey out of Purdue. They spent a significant amount of time discussing possible trade packages to acquire the number four overall pick from Sacramento. Ivy's assumed draft position. Sources tell tells sources tell me, Ivy, who's twenty years old, twenty years old, regularly pulls comparisons to explosive combo guards John Moran, Russell Westbrook. I one hundred percent agree with that. Now, John Moran, the playmaking, sure, I don't, I can see where you know it doesn't match up because Jaw is just a better playmaker, but the athleticism, the explosiveness, definitely is in the same stratosphere. Um, quote: Ivy averaged seventeen points a game, three assists, and five rebounds during his sophomore season with the Boilermakers. He shot 46% from the field, 35% from behind the arc, and 74% from the charity stripe. Um, an April interview, um, and I'll, I'll stop right there. Um, so basically, the Wizards have a lot of significant interest in the in Jaden Ivey. They are looking to trade up with the Kings, and I think that's exactly what they need to do. I've been banging on the table saying that they need to trade for Jaden Ivey. David Aldridge has said it. Chris Miles from NBA, NBA TV has said it. I've said it. I've I said I think I really think Jay Ivey is the best player in, in the draft. I think 
pound for pound. I think he's he's the he's in my opinion, he's the best player on the board. And the Wizards, they're not a free agent destination. They need a guard. They need a point guard. Say whatever you think about Jaden Ivey being a point guard. I know there's people who think he's a combo guard or shooting guard. I understand that. Um, the NBA's positionless basketball and a guy who can put pressure on the rim and can get past his defender so easily, who can change pace with the basketball in his hands, can get from zero to 100 real quick, very quickly, and can get to the basket, is a great isolation score, creates fouls, draws fouls a lot, puts pressure on the rim, is so explosive, such an elite athlete where he can get to the basket. I think he can translate to a point. He does have need to work on his playmaking skills. He did have multiple games where he had five assists or more through lobs to Zach Eady, through lobs to Trevion Williams, getting past his man, get to the basket. But the Wizards, from their standpoint, of course, they, they just need guard talent in general. They need more talent. They need more blue chip players. And I think Jay Knives is a blue chip guy. I think he has all-star potential. I think he's all NBA potential. And I really feel like his game translates to the NBA. The spacing with the spacing, he didn't have a lot of spacing with Purdue, Trevion Williams and Zach Eady. Zach Eady's like seven foot three, seven foot four. They had he had two big, big men clogging up the paint. I have some numbers that I want to bring up too, but I just think I feel like the NBA game would really, really be good, be good for Jay Ivey. Jay Ivey got to the free throw line a lot, a lot. Forty four point seven percent on isolation plays. There were plays where there's some explosive dunks. I know everybody's seen Jay Ivey's highlights, but watching the games, I'm a Maryland fan where he beat Maryland, basically the game winner was off of free throws because he got to the line. He knows how to create contact. He He's very savvy at getting to the rim and finishing a very crafty finisher. Um, the dunk against Rutgers, and he, he shot 18 free throws 18 free throws in the game against Rutgers. The game against Rutgers where he goes baseline against Ron Harper Jr., he does a stutter step where he, he has the – I've said before, he has the best first step in college basketball. He's the most explosive player in college basketball with the basketball in his hands. He does. It. He just dribbles around Ron Harper Jr., goes to the basket and dunks on two Rutgers guys and basically stares in their face. And he's staring in the camera, just walking to the free throw line. When I saw that play, I was like, yeah, this guy is the number one player in the draft. The number one player. And he can shoot, and he's really good. For, he's solid. He was he improved from the three point line. Um, he got better from his freshman year. His mom played in the WNBA as well. So he has that pedigree. Um, Look at some of the numbers from his freshman year. He was all of he was. Big 10 All-Freshman, Consistence All-American this year, 2022 All-Big 10, 2022 All-Big 10 Tournament player this year. Shot 5.8 free throws per game, um, 17 points a game. Improved from his freshman year. He had, he had averaged 11 points his freshman year, went up to 17. Um, two assists per game, went up to three. Three boards a game, went up to five. So he he improved, he improved in every statistical category, 72% from the free throw line to 74% from the free throw line, 25% from the three to 35% from the three. So he just improved in every statistical category. And the Wizards, they just, they keep getting that ninth pick, that 10th pick, that 15th pick. They need to get a guy that is electric and that can get fans in the seat. And Jaden Ivey, can, he's a one-man fast break. He's a one-man fast break. He's a guy where you can just give the ball at the end of the shot clock and just say, go. There's guys, when you watch them play, there's defenders that back up against him because they, they're afraid. They have fear of him being so fast. He's dribbling, he doesn't even do a lot of moves sometimes. He just dribbles around guys and gets to the basket. Now, he he does need to work on that mid-range game, that in-between game. You look at some of the percentages, you know, he, he just gets stuck in that middle sometimes, whether it's a floater or a jumper, and he struggled against that. I know some people watched the St. Peter's game where they lost that game and they were down on him, but I was, I was, I was actually kind of happy because it dropped his stock. And I was like, okay, maybe this guy might fall to five or six and the Wizards would it would be easier for them to trade up. But there are some obstacles that they have to go through and some teams to compete with to trade up. I do want to go over some trade scenarios as well. But 
Um, and I'll go over some numbers that show how great of a season that Jaden Ivey had and how his fit would be next to Bradley Bill if they were able to keep Bradley Bill and get Jaden Ivey. But before we do get to that, this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net has, is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online when the game starts. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Also, I almost forgot to say um, happy Father's Day to everybody. Hope everybody had a good weekend and also happy Juneteenth. Um, but the Wizards, so I was listening to the um, Believe in Wizards podcast. Quentin Mayo was a guest on there. He said, there's a 40% chance of this happening. Uh, Matt Moderno Madder- is the host on that podcast. He asked Quentin Mayo, what is the likelihood of this happening? Woj reported on this as well during the, like right before the NBA Finals. Golden State Warriors won. If you guys didn't know, I'm not really going to touch on that because I predict I predicted them to win in six games, and I knew that was going to the the Warriors are just the better team. Steph is unbelievable. Andrew Wiggins just fits right in. Congrats to Otto Porter. Congrats to Gary Payton the second as well, former Wizards. Congrats, congrats to those guys. Clay Thompson, he knows his role. Um, who else? Kevin Looney. They just Draymond Green knows his role. They, they're just they're just they were just a better team. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. They'll be back. I think I think they'll be back to the finals. Sooner than later, they're two young guys that are just great players, all NBA caliber players. Um, so they'll be back, but the Warriors are just the better team at the moment. They're just more polished. And Steve Kerr, you know, he, he's a solid coach. NBA Udoka is a good coach, too. For a, fir- for a first-year head coach, i got to tip my cap to him for sure. But the Warriors are just a better team. Um, Quinn Mayo said there's a 40% chance. So me being a Wizards fan, I'm not getting my hopes up. But this would be the best-case scenario for the Wizards in the draft. It really would be for them to trade up and get Jay Ivey. Um, an electric guard that can just change the culture of the franchise. And also he could be a contingency plan as well. Like let's say Bradley bill does come back, but let's say things go wrong this next year, we go 40 and 42 or something like that. We made the plan, but we don't do anything. We lose in the plan or losing the first round of playoffs. Um, and Bradley bill wants to uh, request a trade. You still have a building piece in a, in a J night that you can build a franchise around. So I think he would be a good contingency plan as well. Bradley bill um, decides to leave after, the next season. So um, just wanted to get to a quick number, a couple of numbers here and then go over some, you know, what it would take to um, get Jay Nivey from the Sacramento Kings because Jay Nivey reportedly said that he does, he prefers not, he's Sacramento is not a preferred destination for him. That's what he was quoted to say from Jonathan Givini, who works with um, draft express. Okay. So found this number from synergy. 
Um, Jaden Ivey was 84th, was in the 84th percentile as a pick and roll ball handler, producing 0.919 points per possession. That's really good. Jaden Ivey had 1.106 points per possession off transition. He's a great transition player. There's one play where he puts the ball behind his back and gets to the bucket. John Wall esque kind of stuff right there. Um, he doesn't really need a screen to get to the basket, to be honest. That's how quick and, and good he is offensively. He doesn't really need a screen. He can just beat his man off the dribble for the most part. Um, all, and he's really good off ball too. Off screens, Ivy produced 1.175 points per possession. As a cutter, Ivy produced 1.278 points per possession. So in the half court, he's he has that. Some guys are just really athletic in transition, but in the half court, he's really he's able to go up and dunk off of a standing dunk off cuts screens. He's a lob threat, all that. So he his athleticism shows even in the half court, even in the half court setting, he's able to to jump and and, and finish above the rim. Um, this is also from Synergy as well. He's 80, he's in the 81st percentile off screens, 89th off a dribble handoff, 70th in the 70th percentile off cut. So just imagine Porzingis with the ball up top, handing the ball off to Jaden Ivey and just knocking down a three or getting to the basket or him cut, doing a back door and just dunking on somebody. So I could just see it now. I could really see it. I'm just manifesting it to happen in a Wizards jersey, but I'm not, like I said before, I'm not going to get my head, my head, I'm not going to get my hopes up. I'm really not. 40% chance is better than a 0% chance. But there's teams that are higher that have, I would say, more assets than the Wizards. Um, and I'll go over the report, you know, that Quinn Mayo and Woj said that there are other, other teams that are, are pursuing Jaden Ivey. Uh, we already know the Knicks are. Um, Jaden Ivey shot 68.1% at the rim on a Purdue team with sport, with poor spacing that ranked 237th in tempo in the instant of LA. And, uh, I mean, that just shows the tempo there. It shows how slow the tempo was with Zach Eady and Trevion Williams, that they were trying to slow the ball down but Jay Ivey just pushed the pace get to the basket almost every time um so that shows what, what this guy can do with 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 pushing the pace and a more up-tempo game in the NBA floor setting is scary it really is it's scary um so the other teams that are interested uh, the Knicks the Pistons Pacers so those are the teams that do have interest Oklahoma City Thunder as well they have multiple picks they have pick 12 those are the teams that are interested in trading up um, you know, power. To, if I wanted to power rank the teams that we have to compete with, um, okay, see, they have the 12 pick. You know, they could throw in Lou Dort to move up to four. So that is tough to, that's, that's pretty tough to compete with. The Knicks have the 11th pick. They have quickly Obi Toppin, um, Alec Burks, but the, the Kings, they want to win now. They haven't made the playoffs or the play in or postseason basketball 16 years. So they're just desperate um, to get some type of win now, immediate help type of talent. That's what they're looking for. Um, the next year, they could give up quickly. I don't see that really helps the Kings right now when they already have Davion Mitchell. They already have De'Aaron Fox. Um, they have Obi Toppin, Julius Randle. They could throw him in a deal, too, if the Kings really have interest in Julius Randle. I think that would help the Kings. Um, some of the shooting and fit might be a little wonky, but the talent level would be raised with adding a Julius Randle to the Sacramento Kings. Um, the Pacers, you know, maybe pick six and Miles Turner. Somebody like that, they could try to move up to pick four. They only have to move up two spots, so it's easier for them. Um, the Detroit Pistons, they have interest in Jaden Ivey, so they could possibly give up Jeremy Grant and pick five to move up one spot. Um, so, yeah, the Wizards have to compete with the Pacers, the Pistons, the Knicks, and the Oklahoma City Thunder. And the Oklahoma City Thunder, they have multiple picks in 2023 as well, which is supposed to be a stacked draft class. So the Wizards certainly have some competition, so 40%. From Quentin Mayo, that's probably where it is. I would say even lower than that, to be honest with you, because you got to compete with those other teams. Um, 
Now let's go over some trade scenarios and trade packages that I found here. I didn't make any of these up. I, this is one is from mock trades on Instagram. You take for whatever it's worth. They come up with crazy trades, but this one was about a month ago that they put out this one. Sacramento receives Kyle Kuzma in the 10th pick. You know, the Kings were had interest in Kyle Kuzma. He was supposed to be traded to the Kings for Buddy Hill. Kyle Kuzma. I've said this many times that he thought he was going to be a Sacramento King in the Wizards um, interview, his introductory press conference. Uh, Sacramento receives Kyle Kuzma in the 10th pick. Washington receives the fourth pick. Terrence Davis, who's really good. He's a really good shooting guard. Still young as well. And Justin Holiday. I would take that 10 times out of 10. Trading Kuz. And I, I really don't want to trade Kuz, but if you can get a young talent. And Jaden Ivey, he might not move the needle his rookie season, but for the future, he's a guy who I feel like you can hand the keys to and would elevate this roster for sure. Um, another one, I give that one an A. I would love, I would love that trade. I would do that 10 times out of 10. This one, um, I found this from 48 minutes online, the website, they said number 10, the Kings get picked 10, Kyle Kuzma, Denny Avdia, the Wizards get pick four and Justin Holiday. Personally, I just, I, I'm really high on Jaden Ivey. So I, I've really honest, I don't say no to any of them. I know a lot of Wizards fans would provide pushback and disagree on this one saying that giving Denny up is too much and Kuz and pick 10 for Jaden Ivey and Justin Holiday, But personally for me, I just think Jaden Ivey is going to be an elite NBA player. I really think the sky is the limit for this guy. I really do. Um, this one, uh, this one, hold on, let me see here. This one was uh, pick 10, Kyle Kuzman, a top eight protected first round pick in 2028 because the Wizards, they have a lot of protections on their picks. And due to NBA rules, they can't trade a lot of picks because they had that the Russell Westbrook trade for John Wall in the first round pick. That one is tied up with OKC. So there's a lot of protections on that pick. So the Wizards can't really trade a lot of picks, other first round picks until 2028. Uh, for the draft rights, uh, pick number four and Mo Harkless. I would do that one. That's a pretty simplified trade right there. Um, this one is pick 10, Kyle Kuzma, second round pick in 2023 and a top eight protected first round pick in 2028 for the draft rights of pick four and Mo Harkless. So honestly, I don't see the Wizards trading Bradley Bill to the Kings. So a lot of people have brought that up. One thing he has to agree to that, and it can't really happen until July 1st because he didn't opt into the deal. Um, the contract is six out of four years, 181 minutes. He's not going to do that. He most likely is going to take the five-year quarter million, quarter of a billion dollars. Um, so they, that trade is actually not doable until after uh, July 1st. So those are the trade scenarios I found. You guys give me some feedback if you want to comment down below or at me on Twitter, if some trade scenarios that you have, or email me at eoliver.realestate at gmail.com. You can certainly do that. Um, you know, any any feedback is fine or, you know, different opinions or tracing areas that you guys have or how realistic you think this is, you can definitely let me know. So, um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm not going to get my hopes up, but I hope it's something that can happen. I just think the wizards need to take a big swing and this is the big swing that they need. You know, we keep, we're a basketball purgatory. We keep getting that ninth big, that 10th big 15. We're getting good guys. We're getting, Rui's a good player. I think Denny's a good player. I think Corey's a good player, but they just don't have that elite athleticism. They don't have that elite those elite skills that Jaden Ivey has with the basketball, the, the cutting on a dime, the making guys miss in the phone booth, the change of the pace, the finishing above the rim, the one-on-one, the one-man fast break, the way he can dominate a game and change a game and score in isolation basketball where he doesn't need a screen, he doesn't need somebody to pass him the ball, where he can create, create and generate offense by himself. The Wizards just don't have a guy like that on the roster, really, other that that is you know 26 years old or younger. At the moment, they just don't have in the last three guys that they drafted. 
They just don't have – they're all good guys, but they're not elite players. They just don't have all-star potential, in my opinion. They just don't. Uh, but they're all good, solid, rotational players. So, uh, But in other news? No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house, or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming, or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax, make your moves They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. Let's get to Bradley Bill here. Um, this is from The Athletic. They said that he's made up his mind. A uh, quote in an interview with The Athletic, Bill said he has made up his mind about his playing future, but declined to, cl- to close his decision, saying it would be improper to discuss any potential future contract while he's still fulfilling his current contract. But Bill said previously that he was leaning toward remaining with the Wizards. And he's giving no indications that his mind has changed. Team officials have said they want to retain Bill for the long term in a show of support. Wizards president and general manager Tommy Shepard and Wizards head coach Wes Unsell Jr. attended Saturday's court dedication event. Um, this is from Josh Robbins uh, per The Athletic. Um, he was on the show a couple of weeks ago as well. So um, he's given information that Bradley Bill has made up his decision. He said there's also an interview that he did at the court. I want to say it's Benjamin Banneker court that he um, just got built in Northeast DC. Bradley Bill does a lot of good things for the community. It was hilarious because he shot the first shot for the court and he airballed it. He made the third three, the third time is the charm. And he said, he's doing well from his wrist injury, his wrist recovery. He's doing really well. Um, His first shot was an airball and that was hilarious to me. So um, of course, a lot of people on social media were joking Bradley Bill for that. Um, but yeah, once again, I mean, he does great things for the community. He really is. He's a great community community guy. He's done a lot of things for the all boys school in DC that I always talk about too. Um, he was, he's won a community assist award in the NBA. He's gotten that award. I remember that at the NBA awards show a couple of years ago. I mean, this guy, he's a great guy in the community. There's nothing, nothing bad to say about Bradley Bill at all, at all. So, um, there's also a report from Kevin O'Connor saying that the Lakers are interested in him. They just don't have the assets. We're not going to take Taylor Horton Tucker, and they don't even have a first-round pick for many years to come. We're not going to take – I don't even know what assets they would try to give us. Um, Kendrick Nunn, is he a free agent? So they, they just don't have any assets. They just don't have the facilities. They don't have the facilities for for uh, making a trade for Bradley Bill at all. Um, but, yeah, Bradley, we already know. In the Wizards Nation, you already know that he made up his mind. He said that a lot of teams have reached out to him, trying to pry him away in free agency – Probably the Lakers, probably the Miami Heat, probably the Sixers with Joel and B. We already know who the teams are who are pursuing him. The Portland Trailblazers were um, reportedly recruiting him as well. So he said a lot of teams, but he's made up his mind. He won't say it. Um, I think we all know that he's going to take the money. Um, in the Taylor Rooks interview, he said that he wants to win. There's reports saying that he thinks he, he wants to be the Dirk Nowitzki of the Wizards. We'll see. Um, I know I said Dirk took pay cuts. Dirk took pay cuts later in his year, in his career. Bradley Bill, I don't see him taking a pay cut. And, and Dirk took max contracts, too, in the middle of his year. So I don't blame Brad for taking the money at all. But he says he wants to win. Does that really match up with his actions, staying on this roster? Can they really win with him being the best player on the team? I always say that. Those are the questions for me there. So, um, 
But yeah, um, the Wizards, lastly, the Wizards worked out Mark Williams from Duke, the big man. He's about seven feet tall. Uh, he was the ACC Defensive Player of the Year. He is seven feet tall, 243 pounds. He's from Virginia Beach, Virginia, so he is a local guy somewhat. Went to IMG Academy. Um, 2022 All-ACC, 2021 All-ACC all Tournament Team, ACC All-Defensive Team, um, 2022 ACC Defensive Player of the Year, 11 points a game, seven boards a game, averaged 2.8 blocks a game, which is basically three blocks a game. He had, a, he had a, an incredible season. He really did. Mark Williams had an incredible season. I have one. Um, stat here about Mark Williams as well. How good of a season he has rolling to the basket. Percentage, he shot 71, 76% at the rim, which ranks him in the 98th percentile. Also shot 70, 71% at the roll man, which ranks him in the 93rd percentile. But watching him at Duke, there were some games where Paola was off, Trevor Kills was off, Roach, Jeremy Roach was off, and Wendell Moore wasn't hitting shots. And Mark Williams was cleaning the glass, man. He's an elite defender. I really compare him to Roy Hibbert. He just... He just reminds me, he's a more athletic, more nimble, quicker Roy Hibbert. The way he moves, he's still heavy-footed, but he gets off the ground. He's athletic. He's a lob threat. I think he would be a good defensive big next to uh, day, to um, Chris Esperzingas. But I would not draft him. I pick 10 personally. I just don't think the Wizards need to draft a big. I think they're good with Porzingis. I think they're good with Gafford. They do need a backup big, though. They need a backup uh, big. And I, I think I think Porzingis is going to start at the five. Gafford is going to be the backup five. If they do draft Mark Williams, I wouldn't be necessarily upset, but I wouldn't be happy either. And Mark Williams is a guy that needs to be set up and spoon fed. Like Paolo Bancaro, he spoon fed. He he gave he helped he assisted a lot of baskets to Mark Williams. Mark Williams is a guy that needs a point guard. He needs somebody that can facilitate. He's not a guy that you really say go in the post and go get me a basket like a Jokic or like a Joel Embiid or a Valanciunas, like a Nurkic or a Porzingis. He's not a guy that you just tell post up in the block and face up and score or just back your man down. He's not that kind of big. He's more of a rim runner big, kind of like Gaffer where he's a lob threat. He's a rim runner. He's going to block shots. He's going to rebound. He's going to play hard. He has, he has a strong motor too. He has a strong motor. He plays hard. Um, he was a huge contributor to the, to the Duke Blue Devils making it to the Final Four. He really was. Like I said before, there were games where guys weren't hitting threes. They were off. Lindo Moore was off. Roach kills. Palo. They were off, and Mark Williams was able to step up and clean the glass off of their misses and finish strong. And he he will dunk on you. He is a strong finisher around the rim. So he's going to be – if he goes to the Hornets, him and LaMelo Ball, I think that would be a good fit. He would be a good lob threat. Um, I'm trying to think of some other teams that would be interested. But I think the, the Hornets obviously need a big, and I think he would be a solid big role man for the uh, Charlotte Hornets. Now, for the Wizards, we need a point guard that can get them the ball. Um, and we need somebody that can facilitate the ball to him because he he's better when he has when he when he has somebody that can can get him buckets. That's where he's at his best at. Um, so I didn't get a chance to get to the power rankings today and and more mailbag questions, but I will do that on the next episode. Probably talk about the report from Quentin Mayo talking about Shea Gilgis Alexander and, and the Wizards checking in on Dejounte Murray from the Spurs. I'll probably talk about that. The Wizards power rankings came out in ESPN and Bleacher Report. I'll talk about that. Maybe do a mailbag question. So, and I wanted to give you guys a heads up. My um, birthday is coming up this week. Also, um, my son's due date is July 4th. So if I'm not somehow out of nowhere, I'm not doing podcasts before or after the draft is probably because my son was born. So I just want to give you guys, guys the heads up as well. And I um, just want to thank you guys for listening. And the first picks of the ultimate NBA mock draft have been made. Search now for Ultimate NBA Mock Draft and get over 50 insiders, the Odyssey sports experts, the draft experts of Locked On NBA Big Board. The five-episode Ultimate NBA Mock Draft is underway. Make Ultimate NBA Mock Draft your second listen today. Just want to thank you guys for listening, and make sure you guys subscribe on YouTube and hit the notification bell. 
keeping my fingers crossed for Jaden Ivey, but I'm not getting my hopes up. Hell to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 